0: Welcome to the Secrets of High Demand Coaches podcast, where I interview some of the best coaches in the business to find their secrets and share them with the world. I'm Scott Ritzheimer, founder and CEO of Scale Architects, and we help founders and leaders find the right coach at the right time So they can achieve the predictable success they deserve. And a huge part of that is helping great coaches do great work that creates enormous demand for their services with way less effort. If you're a high demand coach, I'd absolutely love to share your story and expertise as well. So stick around to the end of the show and we'll reveal how you can be our next guest in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. Hello and welcome. Welcome to our 20th episode of the Secrets of the High Demand Coach podcast. And I'm here with yet another high demand coach, and that is the fantastic, the fabulous Ms. Shay Binds. Uh, I'm so glad that you're here today. Uh, I met Shea, uh when we actually had an opportunity on her podcast. Uh, I'm trying to remember, uh, was it Dr. Joe that connected us? I believe I think
1: uh, so. I'm not even sure.
0: Yes, it was one of those things that was like nine different you know, degrees of separation <laughs> <right>? all collapsed <laughs> into one absolutely incredible conversation. I had so yeah. much fun with Shay on the podcast that when we decided to launch one here at Scale Architects, she was one of the very first people that I asked. And because uh, she is one in high demand, it took us a little while to get the recording, but two massively generous because she hasn't done a brand new show like this in a while uh, because of her schedule. But it was so generous. Generous with their time. So, Shay, uh, thank you so much for being here. I'd um, love delighted. for you, yeah. I'd love for you to share just a little bit about your story because I know it's amazing and how you got into doing what it is you do today.
1: Sure, uh, pretty wild how I ended up doing what I do now because it was never really in my intent. You know, my background was in technology. I was a software engineer and then a project project manager back in my corporate days. Um, but I had but some who are listening will, will really relate to this. But I have what I would call a, a very divine interruption in my life where I really felt like God was calling me out of corporate career. And so I left having been you know a real estate investor, business owner on the side, but doing this corporate career. And I left and that was, gosh, I was in 2010. And after doing that, I started to do a little bit of consulting in the real estate investing space. But then I had another divine interruption in my life two years later that led to the work that I do now, uh, which is Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur. So we're working with uh, believers all over the globe, uh, Christ followers who desire to do business in partnership with Mm. God. And for some, that's an odd concept, but it's a beautiful one. And it's been the work of the last decade. will be 10 years old uh, wow. in just a couple of months. And so it has been such a delightful I call it the wild and crazy and amazing adventure with God. And um, that's what it's been. So I never imagined my right now, but it's been really a blessing. It really has. That's
0: fantastic. Uh,
1: and so tell us a little bit about it. What, what What would you say some of
0: the most important work that you do at Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur?
1: Yeah. So everything kind of falls into inspire, teach, mentor, and advise. So on the inspire side, we do that through the stories, that's through the podcast, through media to show people, this is what it's like, this is what's possible when you do business with God. So that's the inspire side. Teach, we do that through a variety of just kind of self-paced courses. Mentoring, which is one of my favorite parts through our Igniter's mentoring community, as well as a community that I directly mentor, which is called Kingdom Catalyst. And then the advisement side is actually relatively new and kingdom-driven entrepreneur, um, we started the advising side a little over a year ago, and that's when we come, you know, alongside, you know, one on one with uh, business owners and really advise them some of the ones who've been more seasoned and they really feel like God's called them to a much larger vision. There's some things they're needing to pivot. There's some things they're looking to grow and expand. And they really want some uh, wise advice and counsel as they walk that out. And so that's kind of the landscape of what we do from the inspire, teach, mentor and advise. Yeah, that's fascinating. Now you bring
0: up a point. uh, And that is this idea of coaching and advising for folks who are arguably massively successful, right? Uh, And and it's actually through that success that they've created new opportunities. But the thing that never ceases to amaze me, and and I would even say fascinate me is this idea that, you know, each time we achieve something, it unlocks another opportunity. Which leaves us basically completely out of our our you know depth all over again.
1: All over again, <laughs> right, right? That's so, what that's. I call that going from glory to glory. <laughs> yeah, <yes.
0: laughs> that's that's the most optimistic way I've, I've heard that described. Uh, I love it. Uh, I love it. Now, uh, what I'd like to do, though, is drill in on what are some of the challenges that again these very successful leaders are facing that you tend to tackle head on with them.
1: Yeah. Well, just as a point of clarification, we serve people all the way from the beginning of their aspiring business mm. owners all the way through seasoned. Uh, so even though the advising is for the season, but we're, you know, we're working with a variety of people who are in startup phase all the way through really seasoned. But some of the, uh, but if you do you want me to only deal with the more seasoned ones for this. Let's,
0: let's actually play around with that a little bit, because okay. I really like one of the things that... Um, that I think a lot of c- folks in our profession do wrong is this kind of one size fits all, right? right. I'm a coach. Uh, and then they either like, I can coach you with anything or I do this one specific thing and it's supposed to work for everybody. Yes. And I don't think either of those extremes are really the right way to go. And so I love the idea that you're you're recognizing there's these different stages and you're offering different things along the way. So yes. how about if we could just kind of quickly highlight uh, what, maybe the biggest challenge that you're facing and kind of the early startup? or pre-startup mode, and then uh, some of the ways that you help. And then let's just kind of do that for each of those. Sure.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So when you think about the aspiring, the the one who's about to start or just started, a lot of times it is a matter of having the faith to begin because Mm. there's so many questions. They have more questions than answers. And so it is, so it's really, it is a faith journey. We're saying you don't have all the answers and that's okay. That's Mm. literally what faith is. It's taking a step without being able to see all the steps that are coming ahead. And so for beginners, it's all about momentum. It's yeah. like taking one step after the other based off of what you can see, based off of what you can understand, based off of, you know, what's been on your heart, what's been on your mind concerning this. What step can you take now? And right. just knowing that you can you can trust while you do the walk, because yeah. there's going to be course corrections, additional information that comes as you go. But That's if you're so sitting stagnated, you don't you're not providing anything for there be for there to be feedback and yeah. insight, and you know, course correction along the way, as long as you're standing still. Yep. So a lot of times that focus for the, new, the brand new one who's kind of like pre-revenue or pre-profit or they haven't started yet is just helping them to grow in the confidence to build momentum. The yeah. biggest problem, thinking that you need to know way more than you actually it's need so to know. It's
0: so true. It's so, yes. so true. Uh, I've told folks on more than one occasion, it's a lot easier to turn a moving ship you, That's you right. Know, it's it's you, you get stuck standing still and it's just the worst possible one. So, okay. Excellent. I love that. And, and I couldn't agree more, uh, you know, the, that momentum is both tangible and intangible. It's like, it's one of those things, you know, it when you have it and you yes. know it when you don't. We don't always know what the next thing uh, is that's going to create it. But I think you're right in that it's those small steps. What's the very next thing going, going and and managing your momentum along the way? And it's wonderful having someone like you in the corner to really help in those low spots. All yeah. right. So what would you kind of how would you describe the next stage?
1: So your next stage is someone who's maybe they've been at it a while I won't put a time frame on it but they've been at it a while they're they're generating revenue but mm-hmm. now it's like okay I'm doing okay this business isn't big enough to sustain my family yet but I'm I'm doing okay and I'm looking to grow and they actually mm-hmm. have information and insight And which to make it. But a lot of times the challenge at this stage is that the thing that you see and the stages that you feel like you need to make, you feel like I don't have the resources fully yet to do the things that I feel like I need to do. (laughs) And so how do we navigate that? you know and I, it's funny cuz each of these stages requires faith like every single one of these phases so then it becomes the conversation around that is like okay so you may see a vision of the future you may see what needs to come but what steps can you take toward that now even if it's a smaller step i'll give you an example when it comes to hiring and i remember what the step was like for me when it was like ooh we need to make a hire but i can't hire a full-time person right now but but i need to have additional support. and so what it looked like was well how can i take a step in faith towards this? well you know what i can start with someone with way less hours. let me get a contract you can work just a, a, just a few hours a month and then we then a few more hours a month and then a few hours a week. you know that it was the process and a lot of people it's like they want to either go all in cuz I, well, I really feel like i need this right now. but you know what there's steps that you can take while you're building too. So it's really helping people to kind of discern what's actually necessary from them actually saying, you have all that you need right now, but you just need to steward this and show some faith in a few areas that will help you build momentum for you to be able to do the full thing of what you're seeing, you know? So that tends to be that conversation. And then for the one who's more seasoned and they've been at this for a while, we run into a lot of people where all of a sudden they feel like God's calling them into an expansion or something that feels like a very dramatic pivot. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so for them, whether it's an expansion or whether it's a pivot, they have a whole new set of challenges to walk through because they're saying, especially the ones who feel like it's something that's a bit new. It's like, I have all this experience over here and now I feel like I'm supposed to be doing this. And so what does that look like? How do I make that transition? How do I, what's the bridge? What is that process like? You know, and then for those who are expansion, going back to that comment about this glory to glory thing, it's like, okay, I can have, what have I learned from all these stages? What's God revealed to me in all these stages? What, what's the goodness that I can dig the treasures from these previous seasons that will help to me realize that I'm equipped. For this next phase you know yeah. what does that look like it's interesting because a lot of times people think that what they're in need of is tactics yeah. uh, so focus on tactics if i just have all the tactics but i gotta tell you I've been doing this for 10 years the tactics are the easiest part the biggest challenge time after time relates to mindset your heart posture like though that's consistently the yeah. biggest challenge. And then, you know, Scott, we add on top of that, we're doing business in partnership with God. So now you've got a bunch of folks that are just like, oh, but I don't know if this is where God's leading me or is this me or is this my idea? So what is this? You know, so we add a whole nother dimension (laughs) of things that people start to feel, you know, some anxiety around. It's like, no, 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 this should be the opposite of that because you're doing business with the Prince of Peace. So let's let's walk that out. Right. And so that's what it's been like in various phases. But time after time, Scott, the tactics are the easiest part. And many people yeah. don't believe that, but it's yeah. the
0: truth. It's so true and and I think it's one of the differences between reading a book or, you know, going to a workshop or watching a YouTube video. You can pick the tactics up, right? But when you bring someone alongside you, right? If you're going to take the step and and bring in a coach, bring in a consultant or advisor or someone to walk with you, that they're they're going to go after the real stuff. That's and right. More often than not, you know, that real stuff is the four inches between your ears. You know, it's it's <laughs> yeah, it, and and so uh, and, you know, and and your heart, you, you can't take yeah. that out of it. Um, but it's it's in here when we're constantly looking to change things out there. Yes. When we're looking for solutions out there.
1: That's right. And those solutions are there. But even when you have them, when the other stuff's not right, it's like it might work for a time. But then you're going to be challenged yet again. And so it's so working on that aspect of things and helping people to kind of grow and, you know, and the confidence from that perspective mm-hmm. is really vital. And I and I mean, I've worked with people from startup to multimillion dollar businesses with, you know, expansion on the way. And it's a lot of the same things, just with a different context, yeah, different context, different challenges, different dreams, different vision. But a lot of the similar challenges
0: it's the same person, you know? yeah, it's the it's the same person going through every one of those stages. And yes. It, It's easy to look at. uh, I remember the first time I was working with a hundred million dollar organization and I was just like starstruck. I was like, why am I here? You know, like I've I've done this thing, but not that big, you know? Right. And I walked in three questions in, uh, they're like looking at me like I'm speaking Greek and it's like, oh, wait a second, you don't have this figured out. Like, oh, wait a second. You're like me. Like, we're all screwed up. (laughs) We can help each other here, you know? And and I, I think it's one of the things, yeah, especially for people who are earlier on. Yeah. Uh, so many of my conversations, people feel like they've hit this kind of existential wall. Uh, there, there's something just fundamentally flawed about me or my business model or like something that can't be changed, right? Right. And it's this very kind of fatalistic thing. But the reality of it is. There's like when you look at you, you know, sitting in the the chair being coached versus this other person who has the success that you want. The things that we see that are different are just the symptoms of the process, right? Uh, And and a function of time for many of them. And I found more than anything, and you brought this up multiple times, you said every single one of these stages requires faith. And I couldn't agree more. Like there has to be a conviction that this is what you're going for. Yes. And, yes. uh, and so I, I love that you drew that out because I think there's this constant desire and spe- specifically for founders, entrepreneurs, there's this desire to control, right? We, we want to be in control, right? We want to reach a stage where we're not dependent on faith.
1: <laughs> right. I haven't found it yet. Have you? Yeah. Good, <laughs> good luck with that. And the thing is, <laughs> even if you think you found that, the problem with that is that then you have to maintain that yourself. When you walk in in faith and in surrender and openness, you don't have to maintain that. You don't have to to bear the weight of it. And that is a game changer. That's yeah. a game changer. Yeah. So if we were to drill in
0: on that kind of last group that you mentioned, sure. uh, this, this season group, I think one of the unique challenges, even though we've talked a lot about how it's internal, one of the unique challenges that that group faces is that there's now something to lose. Yes. Right? When you're in startup mode, if it doesn't work, like you don't even have, no one even knows that you were going to start it. You know, <laughs> we we'll just and start it, again. <laughs> and I don't want to take away from that because it's a painful process. If, a, if yes. a dream dies or or if a business yeah. plan doesn't work out, like that, that's a really painful process. Yes. But we become even more acutely aware of that once we actually have something that's working. We have yes. a reputation, right? Uh, we've been on all the podcasts, or we, you know, we've had the spotlight in the local business paper, whatever it may be. People. Know sure. about us. Maybe even it's just your clients. Yes. We've got a balance sheet. We've got employees who are now depending on us, and for all intents and purposes, we can keep doing what we're doing, and everyone will be pretty comfortable. But then you you get this you know thing inside this call, right, to expand or to pivot, and it doesn't seem like it should be. But I would, I think it's almost more scary than the the first call to start.
1: Yeah, I think I think that's probably true for a lot of people because of the circumstances in which you mentioned, which is that there's already something here that's established, you know, so oh, so what is this going to look like? It's all the, what are they going to think? What if this happens? What if this whole thing falls apart? Because I do this part or, you know, that type of thing, which is, again, why it's like faith. But what's cool about it, about these stages, though, is that you have this is why I believe it's so important to track your history. Mm -hmm. Because when you track your history, then you realize it's like, no, no, like, even though this looks new, I'm not the same. Right. Everything's you know, it's like there's all these things that have been built upon from each stage along the way. And all of that is valuable, has equipped you, has given you experience, has given you gumption, has given you whatever the things that it's needed to take that next step. But one of the things that I think is super freeing for people, I say this all the time, is like God is a source, everyone and everything else is a resource. So if you keep that perspective, I know people listening might have different faith backgrounds or whatever, but if you believe in someone higher than yourself, then it's like that If you say this is my source and not only my source, but the source of those who are working for me, the source of the people who are, who are customers, potential customers, the source, I am simply a resource. It puts you in the proper posture for you not to take on more than you're supposed to in the first place, right? It keeps you in that perspective and it keeps you open because I go back to that partnership, right? It's not all about you and it's not all riding on you. And I think that's an important thing for people to understand. It's also a freeing thing to understand. Yeah. That's why I wrote this book, Grace Over Grind, right? How grace will take your business where grinding can. The grind yeah. is like, I'm going to do this thing in my own strength. I can make all the things happen. And when you think that way and you function that way, then when it's time and you're, you're, you're further along, you feel that weight even more. The little bit of weight that you felt when you started. If you're just like, this is grind. This is all about what I can do. I'm on team low sleep. I'm going to make this happen. I'm going to do this thing in my own strength. I'm going to prove such and such wrong, whatever. The further along you go, the weightier that becomes. Yeah. And so that's why the freedom is in the surrender of the truth that I'm not the source of this and I'm not the source of these people either. Yeah. I'm a resource. So let's like have a proper perspective on this and then navigate it along the way, right? There's something very freeing around that. That's so good.
0: And I would say if if you're a founder or leader, I would just want to piggyback on, on what you said here. But if you're a founder or leader and you think you're the source of success in your business, right, you have already started limiting the growth.
1: Yep. Facts. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Fantastic. All right. So here we go. Uh, this is the moment I've been waiting for. I know our audience has been expecting it. They, they know it's coming. They want it. Let's give the people what they want. Okay. And that is Tell us uh, what is the biggest secret that you wish wasn't a secret? What's the one thing that you wish everyone listening knew today?
1: That there is an invitation from God to do business with him. I think a lot of people, regardless of, you know, whatever faith upbringing they have, you know, whatever that looks like. I think that and I know this was a missing piece for me, too, is even if I said, oh, I want to do this, you know, to 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 uh, to represent God well or to, to the glory of God or whatever. That's not that's not really what it's all about, either. There's actually an invitation to do with. There's actually strategy Insight, provision, favor, all this goodness when you actually do business with God. It's why that's why we, that's what we why we help people to do that, to partner with God. What yeah. does that even look like? A lot of people don't even know that's a thing. I didn't know it was a thing. But but now having accepted that invitation, I'm experienced the most wild and crazy and amazing adventure of my life over the last decade. Right. Yeah. And so that's what I wish more people knew. The secret that shouldn't be a secret, because it's just truth.
0: Yeah. That's so good. Uh, one time I heard uh, someone say that the, it, what you're talking about is the difference between doing something for God and doing something with him. With God. Yeah. It's
1: huge difference, like huge difference. And if
0: you're sitting there listening and you're, you're thinking like, what does that like mean? Uh, go check out Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur podcast, because basically every single episode is that story again right. and again and again. Yes. Because uh, I know that that's exactly what we talked about uh, whenever I was on your show a little while back. So uh, I would strongly recommend it. it's a brilliant podcast. Uh, you. You're a wonderful host. And uh, and so anyone who's looking for just uh, another amazing podcast is absolutely one you should check out. Uh, again, Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur. So, all right, here we go. What I'd like to do, I'm going to shift gears on you a little bit. Okay. I'm going to have you take off your, your advisor hat, right? Your okay. inspirer hat for a moment. And I'm going to have all you right. put on your founder hat because okay. I, I happen to know you're founder of the organization. You let me know just before that you've transition out of the CEO seat. So this is right. That happened in November of 2020. Yes. So exciting. Uh, All right. So given that and and given, you know, kind of your world right now, uh, wearing your founder hat, your your leader in and of your own right, what does the next stage of growth look like for you?
1: (laughs) (laughs) So when you transition out of the CEO seat, it's a process. Man, <laughs> because and the CEO happens to be my husband. So I actually have that relational dynamic, which actually probably helped in some ways. But it, it was an interesting pivot that I still feel like I'm in the process of because I've been doing a thing in a particular lane, in a particular position for so many years. And then I'm having to rediscover the now. Well, what, what is it now that I'm supposed to be focused in on? And what does that mm-hmm. look like? You know, you, we talked about on the front and I said, I called it glory to glory. And you're like, yeah, that's the most optimistic way I've ever you know heard it said. <laughs> but I'm actually in that process yeah. right now because there's things that I have vision around that he's given me that I don't have the experience around. And then there's other things that I can see where the experiences of the last decade absolutely equipped me for it. Mm-hmm. But yet there's th- so much that I don't know again. Yeah, So much. So I feel like after year 10, I feel like from a growth perspective, I knew I was at the place where I knew this is this is why we're here. This is what we do. Here's how this is thriving now. Here's where we're headed to now. Oh, <laughs> what? Well, so what are we doing now? And yeah. what does that look like? And that has absolutely been a stretch along with. Now, this would be different for many people because some people, when they shift out of, let's say, a founder seat, they may or may not even be involved in the company anymore. For me, I have a role still. And figuring out how to navigate that has been a several-month process of mm-hmm. how do you release as much as you need to release, but be as present as you need to be in the position that you need to be walking in right now. While simultaneously doing the things that are the new things that God's called you into. Right. And so that is my current stretch. It has been my stretch since for the last year and a half. And it continues to be my stretch. It really does. But I'm starting to like, instead of it feeling like at the end of 2020, it felt like, "Ah." and then maybe midway of last year, it felt like, okay, I'm starting to figure things out a little bit. And now I'm to the point of I'm excited I'm at the stage of now I'm excited and in great anticipation for moving into, you know, these next few months into the next year, but it's been That's a process, nice. Scott. It sure is. Uh, the, I actually, so, uh, there's a model that my, I use and my team
0: uses, uh, it's yeah. called the founder's evolution and it yes. kind of maps these different stages for the individual themselves. Yes. And, uh, stage five being CEO to stage six true owner is, is that, that question. And, uh, for each of the stages, I found there's kind of one defining question, and the defining question that I found for that stage six is, "Who am I?" Yes, yes, because because it's you. You aren't kingdom driven entrepreneur
1: anymore, right? Like, right. It, I it, had to figure it, out, well, what's she, who's Shea like? Who's Shea Bynes showing up? Yeah. like because yeah. I've been showing up as kingdom driven entrepreneur for so long. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and
0: and it's one of the, again, it's one of the things. It's like you end up and you feel totally out of your depth again, uh, yeah. and and it's like. It, it, it folks who aren't there really have trouble kind of like, how, what do you mean, who am I? Like, how do you get to that point and not know who you are, you know? right? And then, you know, eventually, hopefully they'll get to that stage one day and then it'll hit. But it's, it, it's a profound question. And it's a place where I've seen, especially folks with humility, that if they can address that question with humility and advice from the outside, their the opportunity to start the next journey goes through yes. the roof. Absolutely. Right? And Absolutely. the alternative is you go and kind of, you know, do the, your, the golf course thing or whatever it is, you know, and it's, it's, it's miserable for folks who are wired the way that entrepreneurs are wired.
1: Yeah, no, I'm called to build. It's just, it's who yeah. I am. Right. Yeah. So it's like, okay, so then what does that look like next? And then how do I steward that? Well, because there's a bunch of stuff again that I'm like, oh, well, I don't have experience in that, but it's like, but I've walked this out for so long now that like, I can, going back to that history tracking the history that I can be like, ah, okay, well, this is informing this future now. I've yeah. gone through this. I've seen your faithfulness in this area. I've seen how we walk this out. Okay, so I'm just gonna do it again, you know? And yeah. it's like, and I could do that knowing who I am, but the assignment has changed, mm-hmm. right? It's like, exactly. I feel very confident in who I am, but because the assignment has changed and also from a communication perspective, people have to receive me as more than founder of Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur. What does that look like? How do I express that, you yeah. know? And so that's been part of the, I mean, simple stuff. Like if I'm doing an interview like the one with you right now, do I send them to kingdomdrivenentrepreneur.com? Do I send them to shapebinds.com? Like literally, like those are the types of things that I have to, you know, navigate. I really do.
0: Well, I'm going to put you on the spot because that's my next question. <laughs> so uh, I know some of Being our listeners, witch. <laughs> I just, it, it hit them square between uh, the shoulders. It hit them right in the, the chest and, and they're saying, yes, like I, I, I do want to step out in faith. I do want to do this work with God. Yeah. I am the source of my business and I don't want to be that, or at least I feel that way. So right. what, what URL did they go to?
1: <laughs> I'm going to recommend that they go to kingdomdrivenentrepreneur.com and then slash 12 questions. 12 go. questions, the number one, two questions. Uh, the reason why I recommend that is because it is a great resource that's going to get you in that beginning stage of engaging God from a partnership perspective in business. So people are like, well, what does that look like practically? This is a tool that will help you to begin just a step out and, and practicing something new, you know, as it relates to your business so that you can realize that you can do business with the actual source <laughs> and be an effective Resource
0: in the process. That's so good. So kingdomdriven entrepreneur.com slash 12, the number one, two questions, 12 yes. questions. Uh, well, wonderful. Shay, thank you so much for being here. Uh, I, I greatly appreciate it. It was a wonderful conversation. Thanks for having me. It was fun. Absolutely. And for everyone listening, your time and attention mean the absolute world to us. Thank you so much for, for spending your time with us today. Uh, and we I hope that you got as much out of this uh, conversation as I did. And I look forward to seeing you next week. Take care. Scott Ritzheimer here. Thank you so much for listening to the Secrets of High Demand Coaches podcast. If you are a successful coach, consultant, or advisor who's built a strong book of business and would like to be on the program, please visit go.scalearchitects.com. And if you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media and just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials? If you know someone who'd be a great guest, you can tag them on social media to let them know about the show and make sure you include the hashtag high demand coaching. I love seeing your posts. I love seeing your guest suggestions. Thank you so much. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content to make sure you don't miss any of those episodes. Go ahead and subscribe now. Your thumbs up, your ratings, your reviews, they go a long way to help us promote the show and they mean a lot to me and my team. If you want to know more, you can go to our website, www.scalearchitects.com or you can follow me or the company on LinkedIn, Facebook or Instagram. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time.